What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 137. Your favorite place Sunday nights to just kick back and listen to gaming talk and so much more. Of course, I am your host, Invader, and we've got one heck of a show, like one heck of a lot of a topics list to discuss tonight. Uh, Sony recently revealed a whole slew of things, and we will definitely be going into a deep breakdown and analysis into that. But first, let me introduce everybody on the panel tonight. Centurion, buddy, I'll start with you. Uh, great to see you here. Obviously, we had quite the time last night shooting up uh, all kinds of creepy crawly bugs last night. Uh, that was pretty fun, huh? Oh, yes. It was an absolute blast there, bud. And it also raises a very important question. Is it proper to come into another man's gaming lobby and start slapping his dice? <laughs> hey man, they yeah. were just they were just out out there, you know. They were they were free to grab, free to. Dude, uh, you know. I'm sorry, that just came out of nowhere. That guy just comes in and just starts slapping the dice on the ceiling. I was like, okay, so uh, we've established you can do that. Anyways, what's up? Yes, we had a blast last night playing. Um, oh my god, it skipped my name. I keep wanting to call it something else. Uh, that's that's such a blast! It. You forgot the name. It's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. I'll say that. Oh my god, I keep wanting to call it Battlestar Galactica, and I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Rock Galactica, well, or Deep Rock Galactic, or whatever yeah, the heck it Deep is. Yeah, Deep Rock Galactic. There yeah. we go. That game is an absolute blast, no, that's yes. Not it. Deep Rock Galactic? Yeah, that's it. No, it's something else. No, it's a deep, not Deep Rock. Look it up, somebody. That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right there goes my intro so i'm moving oh, on <laughs> i'll know it's no, what is the name of it deep rock galactic <laughs> <laughs> i hate to tell you tim right. i hate to tell you tim centurion's got you on that one well no actually yeah, uh no, it's but... battlestar galactic i wanted to call it back to battlestar galactic yeah. just because the word galactic i don't know why and i've actually, called it. sci-fi I've nerd in me wants to come out I used to love that show. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's now that's going back in sci-fi history right there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, Jeremy, my fellow deep rocker, how are you been? Good, man. I hear someone in the car with their wiper blades on. Who in the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Oh shit! Uh, how you guys I'm, I'm doing? I'm gonna put it on mute after after the thing. Yes. Nice. Did you guys end up playing Destiny last night or nah? Yeah. Oh, cool. Good yes. stuff. Destiny. I need to play that again. Yeah. Destiny. I was hardcore in Destiny for the one and two. And when I try to go back to it, there's just like too much to do that I'm just like, I have no idea what to do. Because <laughs> they've just added so much and it's just like there's so many quests and there's. And I'm not sure what to unlock. Plus, then people just don't play the other playlist, so you can't even enjoy the content. So it's just like, oh, okay, well, I need to move to PC. That's probably where I need to move to. There's not enough people on console anymore. Unless you have a crew. What kind of show is this, Invader? Did someone just say they were going to PC? I'm saying for Destiny. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> it's, it's not my fault that they're, the way they've set up their content to... Mm -hmm. Just be like, oh, okay, move on to this, and no one's on this anymore. So there's no, they don't, there's no reward system. It's not like 
at least Diablo offered you, you know, incentive to keep grinding, keep playing. Here's some random loot. Destiny 2, they t- completely took the, um, at least from what I've played, I don't know if they changed it so far, but they took out the, the whole reason to re-roll your gun. Like, each gun would be, like, the same set gun. You couldn't get random perks on it. I think you can put them in there maybe now, but it yeah, should just be on that on the drop. I think they did that where you could re-roll it. Yeah, eventually they did. I I left Destiny 2 after, like, a year and a half when they didn't do that. All right. <laughs> it was just like, they took it away. It was like, why would you do that? Then why would I play? Destiny well, 2 is pretty good when I have the time, time to play it. I've been pl- the last time I played Destiny was last night, and the time before that was four weeks ago with Tim. <laughs> so it was it was their first expansion with the season pass it was a complete waste of money, mm-hmm. and I came back to that, and it was just like I don't know. There's just not they didn't know what they were doing then. Now they've kind of gotten back on track, but it's like well now it's I feel like it's too late because there's so many people that left. See, that's I would have, and now yeah, I just feel lost when I come back. And I'm just like, I bought the whole package with all the season passes for the entire season, and I feel like I really feel like I'm I'm, I'm not going to get my money's worth because uh, one like the seasons have already gone, yeah, and they just want you to keep paying. And I'm like, I didn't see you guys are getting this all wrong, like, do what Mm -hmm. like Blizzard did with you know Diablo, but enough of Destiny. So now, shock. Shock, I know uh, that you've been playing through uh, Splinter Cell recently. Have you been going through that all weekend? Yeah, I was trying to finish it. Um, that game's a lot harder. It, mostly the checkpoint system in the original e- Xbox. Mm-hmm. You actually have to go pretty a deep amount in each level to where you get to where the game gives you I a love checkpoint. That game. And some of the game. there's one mission where it's like where you're having to rescue hostages and it just throws all these guys at you. And I'm like, Thought I'm supposed to be like a, a spy, you know, trying to sneak in, not like Call of Duty. Like there's a there's just a part yeah, of the level where it's like, and back then it's just like your aim was not. I'm like, holy crap! I finally got that's through a, it, but man, those games are a lot game. harder than uh than I remember. Right, right. Yeah, no, I'd like me some uh, Splinter Cell. Hopefully, we get a new one. I almost want to hold off and not finish it because. I know they're going to be adding like HDR, and they're and it looks damn good on my uh, 4K TV with HDR. Like the fire scenes look crazy good. Um, but I'm like, mm. man, I'm, I'm sure his like green globe is like goggles would be like that. Actually, add HDR to that, it's going to look sick. Now, were you playing it on the Xbox or were you playing it on uh, the original uh, Xbox? No, or- I was I was using the. Uh, oh, I used the, the disc because I have the disc. Um, Oh, okay. But I just use it on my Xbox One, even though I do have an original <clears throat> Xbox. But it, what they do with the, uh, it's cool when it actually loads in the game, is and you see it for a second when it loads up the uh, save file. You'll see for a split second, you'll see like the original graphics for like a millisecond. You can barely now, notice it, and the, then you see the buy the trilogy. Okay. The what? Did you did you buy the trilogy or? Um, I just I just went to my local when they announced backwards compatibility for OG Xbox or yeah. Splinter Cell games. I just went out and just bought the original Xbox disc at the yeah, local game store because they're like I got them for like four bucks a piece. They're super cheap. Yeah, um, they were on sale not too long ago. I think I paid Pandora's oh, okay. uh, Pandora tomorrow for like five bucks, and oh, then gotcha. um, Chaos Theory for like another five. 
Yeah, I just picked up the the physical discs. Um, I didn't know that Double Agent. There's actually two versions of the game. The one on 360 is mostly yeah. like daytime missions, and the one on original yep. Xbox is nighttime. So I never knew that until recently. So yeah, pick that one. Up. Well, technically there's three, but really there's only two Splinter Cell games on the 360. Yeah, and that game too, like the original Splinter Cell. I mean, it looked just extremely good for its time even the lighting in the game like just imagine that with hdr Oof. yeah the lighting is pretty sick even today i'm like wow this had that you know back way back then like 2000 like three or four or something like that yeah back then that was the equivalent to like ray tracing of today and light sourcing and all that junk. Yeah, such an awesome game. They they know. just need. I don't know why they still haven't brought that back. I thought for sure when they had dropped that and said, "Hey, we're uh, making all these backwards compatible and enhanced Xbox One X enhanced." I thought it was for sure that was going to follow suit shortly after. Hey, we're going to remake. We're bringing back Splinter Cell, and this is to kind of build up pipe. So no but one's heard I'm anything. Like, <laughs> like, are they ever going to bring that back? Are there are well, there the, the, real solid the, evidence? The yeah, the only evidence anybody yeah. heard was that insulting stuff on Twitter that they did. No, oh, yeah. Michael Michael Ironside kind of hinted at it himself. He kind of let the cat out of the bag that they're making another one. Really? Okay. But, I mean, it still, it still remains to be seen. Yeah, look it up. He's kind of yeah. briefly mentioned it. Because that would get a lot of people hyped if he just I came thought, out and had his had his voice. And just I he, thought like, all the rumors something. with his voice were uh, due with um, – Ubisoft games like Wildlands and Ghost Recon Breakpoint and also creating a, a cell phone game. I heard like his voice captures weren't going to be used for what people thought. Yeah, he, but he's, if you go back and uh, listen to the YouTube video, he kind of not indirectly mentioned. Well, he indirectly mentions it. We'll see. I'm so sick of these damn rumors, man, and get my heart broken. <laughs> that's the only thing is that, like, kind of make like with rumors is like I hear there's a lot of rumors, but with me, uh, call it a curse, call it a gift. I remember the most damnedest things, and I remember when that guy at that event um, was drunkenly, basically trolling people on Twitter about um, oh about Splinter uh, Cell about Splinter yeah, Cell. I he that was now. one of the developers from Splinter Cell. And basically, basically making it look like there was going to be a Splinter Cell game changed his icon to like Sam Fisher's goggles and all this other stuff, and then basically started in telling people like you're never going to get this. It was like long lines of <laughs> you're never going to get this game and all this other stuff. And he was basically trolling the fans, and he had people that were in like the development community reaching out to him on Twitter saying, "Dude, you need to stop doing what you're doing right now." Right. I'm tired of the rumors. Listen, after the Sega thing, just what a week ago. Game Gear. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was it. That was the big announcement, Sega. Like, I'm just like, I just want to just stay. Well, that was all because that journalist was saying, Oh, he's got I'm like, oh well, he's writing about it next month, so he's got something. It's gonna be in the article. Mm-hmm. And he said it's PS like five level stuff, and I'm like, okay, well then it probably some type of deal or console or something 
And yeah. I it was a console. So. That took all the wind out of my cells. I, I just, I'm, I'm sick of that. Right? I just right. want to just, <laughs> just chill. And then Jeremy, right? Jeremy, all throughout the year, he was just talking like, if they get this and if they get that. Yeah. I said, and if, like, if I didn't say I did, for I, sure. I knew it was something you wanted, like me wanting Microsoft to buy Bungie. You know, remember that whole thing? You yeah. know, boy, oh, yeah. that get me. I remember but that. I just, I get your passion. You wanted it to happen. Can I have dreams, happen. man? I need a dream. They can, yeah. they can do a subscription service and put like all their Dreamcast games, like on. I obviously no, they couldn't because uh, uh, Offspring they can really do crazy taxi. Mm-hmm. So that's out of the that game can never be mm-hmm. backwards compatible. <laughs> Like yeah, it, that's the only. That's the other thing that sucks with the because uh, I totally missed it. The uh, Forza Horizon Two when it was like games for gold. Wait a minute, because they threw it up there because it had to be delisted because of the music so, rights. Wait a minute, what do you mean Crazy Taxi isn't backwards compatible? Well, I meant like not that it for Xbox. Not, it well, not. Like, I just meant like in general if they tried to do like a Dreamcat or like a Sega subscription and put it on both Xbox uh, and PS4. They should like, do that. They should do that. I was just saying, like games like Crazy Taxi wouldn't make it because they're filled with. I was gonna say I have it on. Unless they I did it, it digitally deal, right but... now. Oh okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. They. I think once you buy it, kind of like if you had like Scott Pilgrim or whatever, like, you got it. But Scott then they took it. Pilgrim. But then they took it away. <laughs> oh, they delisted it. Yeah, like so they delisted. Uh, you can't buy Forza Horizon Two digitally from the store. Yeah, I have that. I got that one before it was delisted. Um, when I found out Overlord was delisted, I went I went to GameStop and got the physical disc for Overlord. Um, and then now you're just kind of revealing to me that Crazy Taxi is delisted. I didn't even know that. Mm. Right, uh, no, I, I didn't. No, I wasn't saying. I was talking just in general. Sega oh. tried to do a subscription service, and I was thinking like, oh, that'd be cool. And then I was like stopping myself like, oh, like games like Crazy Taxi, though, they probably wouldn't be able to do unless they did a whole new deal with. Offspring or did new music? I guess yeah. I could just do the game. I see what you're saying. <clears throat> right, right. Uh, let's see. Moving along here. Uh, Tim Dog. Hey, buddy. How you been the past week? I'm doing good. I'm almost home. Just uh, bear with me driving home. Uh, I fell asleep on the couch. And I knew I had to be home. So I'll be uh, be, be uh, home, like, like I said, 15 minutes. But for the time being, you're going to probably hear a car. Uh, so other than that, uh, looking forward to the show and, uh, Tim Dog's going 20 K good. Happy to 20 K, but, um, yeah, I'm excited for the show. We got a lot of topics. Absolutely brother. And Megatron. Hey buddy. Uh, how you been? Uh, been good, man. Missed a couple of weeks. Glad to be back. Hang out with you pals, you gals and talk some uh games you know let's go that's it business as usual all right short and sweet i like that and before we get into all the hot topics all the uh the playstation uh, reveals we've got a bit of an announcement to make uh so starting in well a few minutes give or take maybe five ten we will be giving away one and i say one cyberpunk 2077 themed xbox one controller now just head over to our uh, twitter account in a few minutes and look at the pinned tweet for ways on how to enter and again just uh, give it a few minutes uh the giveaway will end in about two weeks 
guys it's a fantastic looking controller for a really awesome and immersive game we cannot wait to give this sucker out so very exciting very exciting so uh head over to our twitter account and look at the pinned tweet in well about five ten minutes all right guys we are gonna dive now right into the biggest news of the week and a few days ago Sony had their stream for the PlayStation 5 announcements, and, well, hey, they had a lot. They had a lot to show and a lot to say. And we had a slew of new games announced, such as Gran Turismo 7, Horizon 2 Forbidden West, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and, well, a whole bunch more. And we finally saw that Sony lifted the lid off of the PlayStation 5 console. Well, actually, there was two versions, which is well, pretty Interesting, to say the least. Now, boy, guys, where to begin here? Jeremy, I'll head over to you first on this one. So what did you think of all the announcements on their stream? So I thought the overall show uh, was great. No, I'm just kidding. It was good, not great. I give them overall a B. Um, I think I really liked the way the console looked, even though it's pretty massive. Uh, I've seen the memes going around, which were... <laughs> I got to admit, they were pretty funny, but um, I think the console itself looks futuristic and high high tech uh, and an expensive piece of hardware as opposed to, I mean, maybe I'm, uh, you know, it, it, it looks like a, a piece of expensive hardware <laughs> as opposed as opposed to like the Xbox. Um, you know, that matters to some people, who knows, but Sony opted to show off uh, a lot of games so, as opposed to just chatting. What? Go ahead. So it looks like an expensive piece of hardware. So you're telling me that OLED televisions need to look like they're like flowing? <laughs> the, no, I'm know, just saying, man. I'm you just know that. Saying, it, like, it just looks... Okay, I should have said it looks fancy. How about that? It looks a fancy. It looks artistic. Yeah. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Let's say fancy. Um, but Sony did opt to show off a lot of games. Um, and as opposed to just, you know, the standard E3 format, which was talking about the tech. And I'm glad they didn't do that. But um, they already I did think, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, I'm talking about during this yeah. particular show. So um, I think they showed a lot of great games, some terrible. I mean, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the good ones. I think Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man were pretty good, actually, really good for that matter. Um, Project Athena was great. I think Oddworld kind of hit, uh, tugged at people's hearts a little bit because people love that series. And I know Demon Souls uh, was highly anticipated, and of course, there's Horizon Two, which I think you know was their entire show. To be honest, let's be honest for a minute. Um, the bad was, I think, you know, maybe Everything it was, else. I forgot, I forgot the name of the show. Yeah. I think it was crap, crap gamers, favorite game, that strawberry shortcake game. I don't even know the name of it, but, oh, um, snacks. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, strawberry with eyes. Sack. I think sack boy looked absolutely terrible. It looked like a Vita game, but I think Godfall had, a, I was so wrong about Godfall. That, that game looks horrible. Um, hey, which I one think of those Godfall. games were in uh, were in thirty frames per second? Were they sixty? Are they all thirty per frames per second? Or uh, uh, some of some no. thirty, some of sixty. I shouldn't have cut uh, you off, Jeremy. Go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. No, no, you you can cut me off any day, buddy. Uh, Astro's yeah. Playroom was horrible. I think um, 
it was smart for Sony to do a digital con- uh, console. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if a Lockhart really exists um, at this point. So I'm, I think I'm on the uh, Lockhart is now just a digital version of the Xbox Series X bandwagon. But I don't know what you guys think. I think Lockhart, uh, the way we know it, uh, doesn't exist. I think maybe it's just a digital version of the Series X. Who knows at this point? Um, but overall, I think I think it was a good show. There was some there was some uh, some nice titles in there. Um, uh, which one? Ghostwire Tokyo was pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed Jet the Far Shore. Um, but like I said, there was a couple of stinkers in there. Overall is good. I think Xbox has a decent opportunity, a good, actually a really good opportunity come July. Uh, I'm looking forward to the show. I think there's some big things lined up for it. And I know you guys are excited for it. Can't um, wait. That's the stream engine. Yep. Halo. Exactly. So real quick. So you, is that a day one buy for you? Everyone in here? Is it a day one buy the PS5 or you guys going to wait or? Digital I, I first, Jeremy. Okay, so with, with you, Jeremy, you're gonna go digital, or you're gonna go disc. I'm gonna go digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy physical games, so there's no point in for myself to uh, purchase one. I buy uh, all my all my PlayStation one uh, four games are digital, so I'm gonna opt for the digital copy. I think it was smart on their part. I think they're gonna, um, uh, but I think Xbox has an opportunity to undercut them. Whatever the price is going to be, whether that target rumor is true at $400, uh, we'll find out. But I think they do have an opportunity. Xbox could come in and steal the show and steal the narrative with uh, either the lock cart uh, mm-hmm. for whatever that is or this, uh, the digital version of Series X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So- I I, I want to say that I go for the physical one personally, even if it is pretty thick. But um, I might first. Of all, obviously, I'm gonna get the the Xbox Series X, and I might wait a couple of months for. Well, depending on availability for the PlayStation Five. But I just I, I don't know. I just I don't like the idea of me personally just getting an all digital console. But man, that PlayStation Five it is hefty. Like. It doesn't look like a lot at first, but it it looks like a bloody. Uh... I've seen everything from the Lord of the Rings <laughs> with the eye. <laughs> the, dude, the, the, fucking, the different... dude, fucking Shockley Shockley uh, posted one on Facebook. I was fucking dying with the with the sandwich. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, the are, you a, are you an uh, idiot sandwich or whatever? Yeah, yeah it has two, two papers yeah. between their hands. The one where it was like, the Pope's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, was, router, that was pretty good. Router. The router, router like, just like a router once they put the antennas on there. Oh, as far I, as the aesthetics go, I don't think it's it's not. I didn't like it, but I did not like it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like because I've never really been the one that just kind of got hung up on the looks of a console, unless it was really that bad. I have to say, it got kind of close with that, but even still, I think I would get used to it. Um, and I don't know if I would lay it down. Or just keep it straight up. It looks better straight up, but when you lay it down, I can't help but to think of yeah, a router. Yeah, up I, I think of, of a router, but then where would you put that? Because if you, I got a sixty-five inch television in my bedroom, I mean, I bet well, you, you know. Let me ask you a question. How do you, to the way. How, how do you like your women? Do you like them laying down, or do you like them standing, oh, sitting up? I'm, listen, I'm pleading <laughs> a fifth on that one. I get all types of trouble. With that 
<laughs> have, you, have you seen it? Have you seen it laying down? Flip a coin yeah. on that and tell me. It looks so like I would want to get the digital one because it looks better. Because you can tell that was like their probably their original design, and they were like, oh, "Okay, mm-hmm. wait, we gotta, you know, figure out how to put a disc drive in there." Okay, we'll just kind of expand it. Um, but when you see the digital one laying down, it really doesn't look as good because it's like on a. It's like on a. It looks like it's on a heat pad. It's just floating above, like the console. None of the console is touching the bottom. Whereas the the one with the disc drive laying down, at least the disc drive part kind of like curves into, like the table or whatever you have it on, and then there's kind mm-hmm. of like a stand to kind of wedge, in there. Um, I think myself, I'll probably get the digital, um, since they're not doing any backwards compatibility with like PS2 games or PS3 games. So like I do with the Xbox, I have like 360 and Xbox original Xbox game. So mm-hmm. I would get like whatever had the disc drive there. Um, but Xbox, I think they definitely need to match the price of the Series X uh, needs to match the price of whatever the digital one is for Sony. I don't think they can get undercut with the same performance as the PS5 regular edition with, you know, a digital edition. I don't think because then, then I'm the- confused on what you just said. What? I'm saying X, I think the Series X, like this one they've shown us so far, needs to match whatever price the digital PS5 is being sold at. Why? Really? Well, because, because so even that, if there's a, right there's now Lockhart is being told, or at least the rumor is, would, that it's under yeah. it's a lower performance. That's because it's you're, getting rid of a, you're getting rid of a, uh, a 4K UHD drive, well, which and is it's, a big it's selling point like in the console. GPU not not really not not in today's market I mean I seriously I download I'd stream all my game uh, all my movies or I just I download sorry them for you because you ain't getting a true 4k experience and I'll I'll, I'll argue that up and it's down true. because as, as it's soon true as, but it's pretty as soon as, as soon yeah. like yeah. anytime you get a hiccup a hiccup in your line you're you're instantly dropping to 1080p or worse so I, I could see it I'm a pixel junkie or a digital junkie whatever you want to call it I go straight to the source. I have a physical media library that is like taking up a, a wall in my house. Yeah, I think those days. Yeah, I think I, mean, days I definitely can see the difference when I put when I put a you disc in as opposed to you know download playing. You know, I would buy a 4K movie like just the other day. I just bought a 4K movie, and I could definitely tell the difference between the streaming portion of it and uh, the, yeah, the, I could know. I could see the frame rate jumps and. Um, for me, all right, cool. Right now, you're enjoying your experience, but let's say uh, all of a sudden another pandemic happens and they start uh, limiting bandwidth on internet through your service provider, and we all know they do that. And um, all of a sudden, what you pay for, you can't get. Because they're basically saying, well, we know you paid for 4K service, but sorry, everybody's at home and we can't handle the bandwidth, so... We're just going to um, limit your internet. And basically, it doesn't matter what you paid for. You get what you get. And I am not against buying physical. I mean, digital versus physical. I have both. But I'm going to get a console with a disk drive just because I don't want to be limited to that problem. Like right now at GameStop, they're selling Darksiders 3 for $5 physically. You know, I, sometimes the physical mm-hmm. games are actually sold cheaper than digital, so I like having the option to kind of go where I can save the most money. Call I like crazy. the game share option. That's kind of a gotcha. Well, I, I just go half with whoever I game share with. 
you know, I would have to side with. Sorry, Tim, but let me real quick. I have to decide with. I would have to side with Shockley on this one because I do think that Xbox needs to either undercut or come in at that Sony digital price point because again, if they're offering a you know a lock cart which is underpowered from for the PS5, um, you know I think they're going to run into some trouble. So you know I think maybe that digital yeah, consoles the out Xbox- there who. But wait a minute. There's no yeah. benefit. There's no official specs been revealed for the Lockhart. So the underpowered well, the rumored rumor, specs. Everybody. The I'm rumor just saying the rumor of it. And we don't even know it specs. exists at this point. So. But the rumor of it even existing yeah, is that it is a lower spec. That's been the whole rumor of it. Is if it's uh, yeah, so, so so now imagine you're uh you're a consumer. Uh, looking to buy a system, are you going to buy a cheaper PlayStation 5 at $400? Are you going to buy uh, an Xbox Series X running you $500? I think that's going to make a difference. And a lot of people are going digital anyway, a lot of casual consumers too. Yep. That's how they're yep. taking all I mean, they, 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 they do it now. Core. I mean, it's a hardcore game. We don't, like, oh, I'm just doing this. I'm, you know, I'm always doing physical, like yeah. hardcore PlayStation fans, because they can. Yeah, and I mean, you could say what you want about another pandemic. We don't deal. We don't deal in hypotheticals. We deal in, uh, you know, right here, right now. So, and right mm-hmm. here, right now, the American internet uh, infrastructure is nowhere near what is needed to support an entire digital ecosystem. I'm sorry, but. There's there is still liter- there is still counties in this country of ours that are still running off of dial up. That's crazy. <laughs> I never do that in my world. Those I people are still do that. But it's just people on dial up probably. But it comes but it comes down to like game development. Also with console development, the lowest common denominator always wins out. So you have game development, which is the lowest common develop the develop uh, the lowest common denominator right now is going to soon be PC using mechanical hard drives, and same with hardware development. The lowest common denominator is somebody who is wanting to have these console experiences that are stuck with a dial-up internet, and that's one thing when you are building a product and you are wanting to put it in everyone's hands they got to look at the person who has the best case scenario and the person who has the worst case scenario and try to create a product that kind of fits in between you know since there's not too many people that have dial up <laughs> not too many up. at all i mean just like <laughs> look that up it's just laughable but anyway like take for my my small town for example I mean, we get some nice bandwidths even in a small town and in a remote place in Montana. And I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You could go down the list and look at, um, you know, as far as the, the cities or towns that have the lowest. I mean, there's something to be looked at that at the data as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Guys, I mean, as far as the look of the actual console goes, though. I'm kind of conflicted myself because in one way I like it. It does look sleek in some areas, but man, the size of that sucker. I don't know. Like I, me personally, I would like to like just lay it down, but it is just so thick. It doesn't look good laying down though. So I don't know. Like, well, and it, mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. No, I mean, a couple of things. Um, uh, listen, you know, I don't, I think that the, the the Xbox really needs to match 
the 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 equal of itself, which would be the one with the disc, because it's definitely a more powerful machine. It's you know, the, you know they're different in performance, and I think that's going to show itself, uh, especially with the games um, running 120 frames per second and start shutting things like that. Um, you know, so I think they just need to match it, uh, the disc. And I think it's, they're going to end up being, it's either going to be four ninety nine for the Series X. Uh, definitely Series X is going to be four ninety nine, but it's either going to be five forty nine for the disc PS five or four ninety nine for the digital, or it's going to be PS five disc. Four ninety nine digital, four forty nine. I don't think you're going to get a three hundred dollar, three hundred ninety nine dollar console. If they do hit that price, that is a very big thing for Sony. Uh, I do believe the Lockhart's going to kick in at about two ninety nine. So I think that that's going to be also without a disc. So that would directly, uh, I think, um, compete with the discless uh, PS five, in my opinion. And as far as the show. I agree with Jeremy pretty much spot on with everything. Uh, I give it an eight. Um, but uh, it puts Xbox in a position where they can definitely answer back and, and make a statement here. Well, uh, not uh, $400 like some people are uh, trying to predict. If it was $400, they would have said it. Game over. Especially Game if over. two copies or two, you know, a digital one, they would have said it. If, it was, if there was a $400 price, at least that's what I'm. Thanks. What what was the one game that stood out for everybody? You know, uh, Strawberry. Well, Strawberry. <laughs> wow. Crap Gamer's Dino- favorite game, the Strawberry game. I don't, I don't know, guys. Clank to me, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game, so I'll admit to that. You know, oh, like it's great. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank was the standout. That was the standout. It looked. I was so much going on in the screen. Um, did they ever say did that have anything to do with the SSD? Was did they give examples? Yeah. Of like, uh, because I was yeah, curious. Ratchet and Clank is definitely going to be an example of that SSD in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can you can tell, but just by him warping in those levels, massive, you know, massive I like levels. How much it's seamless. AI was on the screen. Yeah, that was it to me. I didn't. I mean, uh, I was happy about Spider Man, um, but you know, that was that. Yeah. I did. It, I didn't see any gameplay really on that. It was just kind no of CP, right? No, I think, yeah. basically, Which, that to me was good enough. They're taking the same Spider Man game. And basically developing it, moving it towards the PS5, and then giving you new missions, new story. They're not not doing building a whole new, you know. That's not Spider-Man Two. No, they were very specific in their naming. Either way, they're kind of repackage it, develop new story, which is cool, and new missions and stuff like that. I I think with uh, you know, I think with Ratchet. Um, it's one of those things where you could see what next gen is capable of in terms of, uh, you know, the fidelity on the, the animations on the screen. I mean, some of these, uh, you know, monsters you fight, they look like it looks like Pixar graphics. It's crazy. It looks, yeah, I was amazed by it, man. Yeah, the lighting, the lighting and the details with Ratchet and Clank yeah. uh, rift apart that. Ooh, it was just mind blowing. Like you said, a Pixar game. It's like uh, these movie quality, big budget uh, titles. It was just, it's really impressive what Insomniac is doing. And well, now that they're under Sony officially, I mean, they got, uh, you know, access to more resources. Actually, I'm pretty impressed yeah. with Insomniac. Not only do they have Ratchet, a new Ratchet and Clank title, but 
you know, they have the uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which they kind of came under fire because it was just, uh, I guess, how they were terming it because they were saying a standalone title, but then other outlets were saying other things. Sony exec totally screwed it up. They they did it fine, but Sony in the morning, like the day after, said something that alluded to it just being like DLC. And then that's what got everybody like, wait, it's DLC or is it not what you said it was initially? And that's what got everybody confused. Because some Sony exec just said it was DLC. Didn't stop him with the joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like what somebody said on the new Spider-Man game, actually showing the shortcomings of PlayStation not having smart delivery. Yeah. I, I was, I think it was hyped, at least the ones that were exclusive. I would say Demon Souls. Out of the whole show, though, I would say uh, Resident Evil 8 was the one that got me the most hype going back yes. to Resident Evil 4 aesthetic type village. I don't know why Chris keeps changing character models every time we see him, though. Now he's like <laughs> I'm such a loser. I didn't even see anything on Resident Evil 8. Well, I don't I normally like, get hot. Yeah, I don't normally get hyped for uh, you know uh, multiplats. So, unless it's not what they showed the most of though, wasn't it mostly most multiplats that they showed? Not exactly. Uh, no, yeah, not yeah. a mixture of both. Or a lot of it was timed exclusive. So yeah, there were okay. Yeah, games like Death Loop and uh, what was it Ghostwire Tokyo? Uh, that Bethesda game that those are timed exclusives, I believe. But Oddworld. Was that exclusive or is that coming into both platforms? Uh, I believe that's time exclusive. As well. Yeah, I timed. mean, it, it, it might, but uh, I, that one might be an exclusive. Um, I need to look at the list again, but it might be time, but that, one, yeah. timed ones, it's I can't remember. But that brings up something interesting with regards to exclusives because you look at the launch lineup for it and how it's shaping up, right? They might have maybe, maybe next month or August, they might have a few more announcements, but. If you look at what they have so far, that's looking like launch exclusives. You have uh, the Spider-Man Miles Morales. They seem uh, pretty confirmed on that. You got uh, Astro's Playroom, and what else that's do we a get? Game. Yeah, and what else? Uh, Jet the Far Shore, I believe, is also a launch game. Like that's about it, really, for true exclusives. Otherwise, you got those timed ones, Death Loop and Godfall. Otherwise, yeah. I, I think Strange the key game looked good. Strange, yeah. right? Was it the cats or something like that? The, key, that the key that key game looked really interesting. Return I want to check really it out. Too. I think the key in all this is the fact that you know they don't have a single title that can compete with Halo at all. I mean, you can combine three of those three of those titles, and they can't compete with with Halo no matter I what. Closest thing, just with the name. Um, no, but, nothing's nothing's I'm just saying, comes close to Halo. Spider-Man, I knew that that's the closest thing they got as far as like yeah. lineup, which is you know it's a huge name. So, well, that's yeah, but it, I mean, it, people working on Halo trying to hit it because if they hit Halo and they and they and they have the console at, a, at the same price, that's a big big boom for Xbox. That's huge. Um, on launch day, that would that Halo would definitely is, bring me back. It's still right, but Halo is still um, up in the air. It's 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 if, as I was told or inquired. If it comes in, it's going to come in hot. So it's going to come in, meaning just done, just at the uh, at, at launch. Um, but they're trying like hell. They're hiring a lot of people, contractors, and everyone to try to get this game uh, at launch. 
Let's do a high, little hypothetical here. Let's say it does not come on launch day. How does it affect Xbox and what they're doing? Well, anybody? I'm pretty sure they got at least some kind of a plan B. Yeah, well, they, would, they would have to. They have to have something to launch. That would be easy to answer when July comes when they show their you know show their cards. I think. Um, that would be a Did big blow, like Tim said. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, did they I'd say anything about Horizon Zero Dawn being uh, launched with the PlayStation 5? No, I don't think so. That's going to be... Uh, um, most that, of those games show, that were shown for show like 2021 or further. Yeah, that was not gameplay that they showed for Horizon. It's going to be a bit off. I, I, Dude, I would I, assume at least a year and a half. Away. I'm also going to call fraud on people. I'm tired of people all of a sudden hyping Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not talking about here, but I'm... So many people just totally beat that game into the ground, saying that it was trash. The, 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 the quests were repetitive. Go fetch my leg, um, and that the animations really sucked. And now all of a sudden, everybody's hyping Horizon Zero Dawn again, and it's just like, well, what happened when that game was trash? I actually loved that game, and I played it when everybody was calling it trash. So I don't. I didn't hear anybody. Say it was trash. I mean, it was critically acclaimed across the board. Boring. Yeah. Oh, li- li- to- said that because Breath of the Wild came out at the same time, so I think um, they were trash. I, will actually, <laughs> I will say, um, what is it? Um, back when Crap Gamer uh, years ago, when I listened yeah, to he him, he, the he, fuck out of it. Yeah, he he used to like. Uh, I would basically say people from over on that that side of the neighborhood uh, were beating the game into the ground. Um, and it's just, I don't know why people put so much emphasis on facial animations because to me, nothing, nothing looks real, but anyways, no, that game was awesome. I can't wait for horizon zero dawn two. Um, I'm going to buy a PlayStation. I just don't know if I'm going to do it day one purely because I'm going to have all this great stuff to do on Xbox and play. And I don't know if I'm going to have time for a PS five. So that's definitely a debate in my head. I'm going to laugh so hard if Forza makes it as a launch title and GT7 does not. It's supposed to be a launch title, if I'm not mistaken, right, Tim? It didn't look... Uh, it, I, I don't remember seeing anything about a date. They, they literally haven't released a full GT game this entire gen. Has anybody played the Grand, Th- I mean, Grand Turismo off of uh, the P- PlayStation Now? Because I never have, and... Uh, some people were trying to say the graphics didn't look anything different. I thought the graphics looked good, but I have no comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look yeah, good. Right. Someone just saw, uh, popped up a comparison with the PS4 to the GT5, and you can see the ray tracing. Like, you can just see sunlight looks completely different. Um, I'd have to find yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think the, the game itself, the comparison side-by-side looks amazing on the PlayStation 5. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No guys in the chat. I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be a launch title. Uh, it was mostly. They didn't even yeah, they didn't even show gameplay. So I, I would say that it's going to be a bit off. It's going to be at least a year, year and a half into the PS5's uh, life that we get it. So. Man, don't be if, surprised. if Halo can hit that date, a launch date. I mean, it just uh, it'd be a powerhouse of developers and like everybody that they're pulling in. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, in my opinion, it, it'd be huge. It'd be like a year head start we're talking about for Xbox because, I mean, at that point, what do they really Game have? For, yeah. And it's Game Pass Day 1, too. Yep. I mean, yep. It's just too much going for it. And from what I've heard, it's, it's going to be a game that, that, you know, might be 120 frames per second on some of the modes. So right off the bat, you're getting next generational stuff on a new engine, new generation game. Uh, you know, listen, it's just too good to be true if it hits, but it's going to be very hard to hit it, I think. I just think I, it's... I, I just hope... I just hope they don't rush it out, Tim. You know what I mean? I hope with all these people, they're just trying to put a, a, a piece of the puzzle together. I hope it's finished right now and they're just trying to polish it up. But so uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I agree uh, with you, Jeremy. Can I uh, yeah. hop in on this just real quick? Um, it just kind of popped in my head. Why are... Why is the whole world willing to give a pass on uh, The Last of Us 2 being delayed indefinitely until what went down to change that? Um, but pretty much the game was delayed indefinitely and pretty much everybody's like, oh, it's it's a pandemic. We can give them that. But how can we not say that Halo Infinite was not affected by this pandemic either? Oh, like everything's awesome. been affected by it. So why cannot Xbox get the same pass as... We understand you've guys kind of had a little bit of a hiccup in the development pr- cycle, you know, because of a situation that we gave a pass to a different company. Now, keep in mind they gave a pass to PlayStation. What makes this different? Because they're chasing. Let's be, let's, yeah, let's be honest. I mean, Xbox has a lot more riding on Halo than they do with The Last of Us Two by far. It's not yeah, even. I mean, look how, just, many, look how many employees are hired the develop- just to try to finish the, the game. Developers shoes. Put yourself in the developers' shoes. You're basically okay, but holding them. None to a of that matters. You're holding them to a I mean, different set of standards. There is a different, a different set of standards. Set of We're talking about Halo. Uh, Halo but is Infinite. It that the, what is it that? Apples isn't and that what one of the biggest? But that's one of the biggest problems today, which is one of the biggest social issues in our in our in our world right now, is people having a different set of standards and rules for different peoples in different groups. So because they're over there on the Xbox side of the line, they're held to a different standard than the people on the PlayStation side of the line. And that's just a perpetual problem what's going on in the world today. So let me, yes, so let me, give, you, so let me give you an idea. <laughs> Halo is the Star Wars of, you know, of the video game industry. The Last of Us 2 is not. You know, so there's Halo's a culture, whether you want to, whether you want to think so or not. And The Last of Us 2 is not. So, I mean, you can compare the two uh, about, you know, development cycles and, you know, what needs to come out when or, you know, the COVID virus. At the end of the day, Halo Infinite is held to a higher, more, a much, much higher standard because it's part of our culture. You know, it's part In of which pop- case you would want it to be delayed. So that way it was able to maintain that standard of quality. So I want it to be delayed. I want it to be delayed because I'm afraid that if it's just put, you know, put pieced yeah, together, then so. we're gonna get a shit. We're gonna get a shit, you know, type of game, type of experience um, that you know it's not. Fans are gonna be pissed over, and that's what I don't want. That's right. well, I, I don't want it. That's... I don't want it to be a patched mess. Exactly. I that's agree, what I'm getting. And I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I either. have a point to Centaurian, and, and I listen. I'm one of the first guys to agree with this different set of standards for Sony and Xbox is 100%. One of the examples is Valhalla 
being 30 frames per second, Xbox gets absolutely smashed for it, made fun of, Sony fanboys going crazy about it, and then Sony show comes and they have a bunch of 30 frames per second and nobody says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the bullshit. But, but in this case, here's a couple of reasons why I think that uh, you can't say you can you you, you 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 definitely they can use it as an excuse, but the difference is Xbox needs to prove what like Xbox One X didn't at launch. They have to show a generational game that proves the hardware out. So yep. if they can get Xbox and Halo to launch at the same time and to prove that, that's gonna just prove itself weight it, it's proved its weight in gold now uh, the fact is is that if it doesn't make it you're 100 percent right you really can't give it to them it would but it would be definitely a big blow because everything's set up for xbox right now and that's kind of the biggest thing they'll have the they'll have the most games most likely they'll have the most generational highest quality uh biggest exclusive triple a and uh, you know if they could if they can get that all to launch it at launch on Game Pass, uh, that's a huge that's a huge get. So kind of like it's real quick, Tim. You, when you say a big blow, you meaning launching at the same time as the, the console, or yeah, if, if it gets delayed, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of. But like I a, but you, you know if they have to do it, they have to do it. You got one shot at getting this right. I mean, they always got this. They got this stigma to me, like they just. I'd rather have a delay than to have them come out with this game, and it's just like, right. it's well, just not right. We don't, right. Know. We don't uh -huh. know. I don't think that they will launch mm -hmm. it in a broken state or something like that. I don't think that they will, and that's why they're pushing so hard because mm -hmm. they have so many uh, contractors. They're trying to get the game done the right way. Uh, but like, it's like somebody asked me this question. Uh, Rand asked me it, and I said, "This is what I think." If we go in and we have a relapse with COVID in the fall, it's over. They're gonna get it's not gonna get done. If we could actually get through this and not have a relapse and the, and the COVID doesn't stop everything again, I think that they have a good shot at launching. Now, can I just hop in on? I want kind of like how my crazy mind works. Um, I actually don't see them having a problem um, with the whole working at home thing. I. We see Microsoft um, kind of strives in these situations. Like, um, I think it's really interesting that all of a sudden during this whole pandemic, now we're starting to see commercials for uh, Microsoft Teams. And this isn't something that Microsoft just invented out of nowhere. You know darn well this is something that they probably used internally for a very long time. And that's what they're raving about on Microsoft Teams, about how it shares information and you can bring up – basically the thing is meant – for holding meetings with large groups of people and the sharing of information. And they've obviously filtered that out into the public as Microsoft Teams for people to use. And so I'm just saying that because Microsoft is able to make communication tools like this, I know darn well this whole working at home thing, it was a hiccup, yeah. but I don't see it as a it's, death blow. It was a big hiccup. Um, it, Centurion, I think it was a big hiccup. Um, and the reason why they're building these studios respectfully is because they these teams need to really work together to stay on top of things and uh i do i kind of have a feeling that it was i mean these studios some you know three four three is huge 
they they're working together um for a reason and um not to go into too much detail i just i just i'm just i just think it was a big blow that everyone had to work from home well um, i have i work in an industry where we're actually behind but in my industry we're only about two months behind Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is, everybody, you know, everybody which seems extreme. I mean, you got so many. So I'm just saying, yeah, you I mean, could you, theoretically crunch it out, and you can do it. But you got you got kids. I mean, these. I mean, you just think of just having kids in the background. You know, yeah, trying every, to white knocking on that right door. Why are you trying to work? You got to walk like the dog. Things you normally don't have to deal with at work. You could focus. You put it a place where you can focus on your job. But when you're at home, I you have to see, deal with the family. It's just tough. The, when you see read some of the articles from the people that have had to work at home, though. They've actually said increased workflow. They feel a lot better, and actually, they they would prefer to work at home because they feel like they're actually with their family more. So there is articles coming out that are saying like they're seeing actually improve, improved workflow from at least some employees doing in some industry. I couldn't tell you yeah, what. Yeah, I, I think it depends on on the person, but um, from what I gather and what I've heard, that it's this delay or the delay. COVID was. The reason why Last of Us was 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 delayed was because they couldn't get the physical media out there. They didn't have the discs. Yeah. yeah. They I mean, how quick do you think their rhythm? I mean, really. I mean, real quick. How you quick was you think their rhythm? They got back their rhythm after they were just told all to stay home. Think about how much time that even took. You, I mean, it had to be yeah within three weeks to a month, even just to start the you know, gears they took off turning again. Just, yeah. Just looking, you know, but the thing well, is, is that I've heard that. Games next year are we're really going to see the the uh, the 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 fallout of all this. The next effect. Year. Yeah, can I I'm just to like hop in on they you can ca- they kind of saw this there. coming. No. It's not like it, it's not no it's not like COVID nineteen just magically flew over here. They knew what was going on over in Asia as of December, and you know darn well these companies have people that they have employed to basically make predictions. And when they saw the situation, how it spread from country to country and they were shutting down, I know darn well somebody somewhere was like, well, what if that happens to us? And you know some think tank somewhere started hatching out a contingency plan just in case it happened to us. That, that like I'm just saying like now, big businesses well, yeah, you know why predict stuff yeah. like that you're forgetting the the big uh, monkey in the wrench here and that's the stealing of uh, property uh, whenever you you know you work from home on work servers and you're doing uh, you know landlines or something like that I mean let's let's face it you know the internet is not this kind good place you're gonna get your information stolen no matter what and then you see. That's the reason why people don't work from home. You I mean, heard Phil say, because- even with giving, even giving out the consoles, giving them out to the yep. uh, what do you call those things? The developers, it was, it yeah. was the, the dev kits. It was difficult to even to make that decision. Yeah. I mean, it's not as smooth as I mean, as uh, you would have liked to think, and it's difficult. I really think it's difficult. Well, I'm not saying there's, it was a smooth, I'm not people saying it was a smooth transition. I'm pretty sure. There was no, you're just saying maybe they could go into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think though they were, but, Seattle in, in its case worked pretty diligently fast to because um, you remember Seattle was the first they had that they had that um, senior home. Yeah, COVID. they had listen. There mm-hmm. were people that worked down. there that their own family members affected, and you know, or friends of family that were affected by that. I'll say that. I know that. We'll the never, thing is we that, will, listen, I we, agree we will with that. Never you know, see it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just think that. Well, I just think that it's neither. You really can't fault them, but it's like one of those things where 
if they can just do it, it's such a huge, it's such a huge get. Mm-hmm. It just means everything fell into place, and and their whole, you know, because their whole vision um, was for Halo to prove itself. You know, and I've heard this from from people inside Xbox to prove itself as a next generational game. Where remember when they had uh, they launched with Forza and everyone said you have to prove the power and you didn't prove it. You just had a car game. Mm-hmm. This was their chance to do that. I think mm-hmm. that that kind of re- resonates with them, and then that's one of the big reasons they want to show Halo and hopefully 120 frames per second and maybe one of the multipliers. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or some kind of craziness, ray tracing, where you know you'll you, you know we're like wow, you know that's power because right. they have an unbelievably powerful system. I mean, Sony has a powerful system, but Xbox is, has an unbelievably powered system that's software engineered in and out for ray tracing to do its thing, you know, um, and show itself off. And Halo would be the first step in that. And uh, that's that's why I hope they make it. But mm-hmm. it's like I said, if it comes in, it's going to come in hot. Maybe now, probably now, done right there. Yeah. Now, Tim. Uh... You mentioned this a little bit earlier. Speaking about power and frames per second, it came out. Uh, Digital Foundry uh, did an analysis of the uh, PlayStation Five games that they showed in the trailers, and a whole bunch of them were at thirty frames per second. Even the uh, first-party games like Ratchet and Clank, Stray, uh, Demon Souls, although that offers a uh, sixty frames per second mode, Destruction All Stars, Horizon, Oddworld. I mean, that's not exactly a good look for a next-gen console, especially when Xbox Series X, you know, Microsoft's been touting, like, 120 frames per second. Like, you know, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I think the only thing that they showed in that showcase, um, for Xbox showcase that was 30 frames per second, was a multi-plat Valhalla game. And like I said, I just feel like it was, was unfair because do you guys remember, I think we even talked about it, you remember the fallout, like of, of it being thirty frames per second. I mean, I remember Colt being all upset, and you know, people were like, "Oh, this is you know, uh, you know, really bad." Uh, listen, I I think what it proves, I don't think that Xbox is going to be only sixty frames per second. These consoles are going to still have thirty frames per second games, um, and some of it will be deliberately done that way just because they want to have more power to do other things such as ray tracing and path tracing if it gets that serious um you know to to do uh, stuff like that so you know i think it was a little bit of a disappointment because to me if they have five games at a 30 frames per second um i'm pretty sure xbox is going to have some games at a 30 frames per second it's not going to be 60 across the board and i thought Mm -hmm. Even talking to people that 60 was going to be the standard, but maybe it's not. Right. Well, guys, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, in the coming months uh, what unfolds. Obviously, the, uh, you know, we're going to have an Xbox event in about a month's time or so. Uh, Sony might have something else, but it's exciting. You know, we got actual games going on, we got to see the actual console for PlayStation. And hey, you know what? You know, it just means that the releases of these uh, systems and games are coming soon. So, 
I still you know? want to find out more about it. I know you're ready to switch subjects. I just kind of want to know what their backwards compatibility, you know, plan is going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, is it a deal breaker, though, for people, though, if, if their games are mostly 30 frames per second? I think it's you know, it's only the to day. the hard. Yeah, it's only to the hardcore crowd. I mean, nobody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, their average consumer doesn't pay attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think once it, it, it's a good game. A good game's a good game. You know, there's plenty of games I play yeah. on my on the console that's 30 frames per second. I'd much rather be 60 frames per second, but that wouldn't stop me from playing the game. See, I'm just going to the console that's 120 frames a second all day long, and that's the KFC console. <laughs> that was that was uh it was an interesting uh thing i saw on twitter that was that was crazy caught me off guard i didn't expect that <laughs> yeah K- well shit kfc uh yeah they put out uh yeah you know what though actually i'm a little mad at kfc they need to be a little bit more clear on their advertising just how big is the chicken chamber <laughs> it's pretty big it's pretty large um, all right, guys, we're gonna move on to we're gonna move on to some other things in the industry. And guys, uh, our friend of the show, Thomas Mahler of Moon Studios, he recently made comments on Reset Era regarding first party versus third party use of new next gen SSDs. Now, this is what he said, and I quote: "I would be shocked if most third party developers would not just develop their games for the lowest common denominator." I mean, there's literally zero chance that levels will get changed just because the PlayStation 5 can load them faster simply because it's way too expensive and work intensive to do that. Now, he continued saying the super fast PS5 SSD is nice for first party, but it won't make any economical sense to heavily adjust your games to suit one particular platform on PCs. And the Xbox, you'll have to work with what's there. So it's two platforms against one. So very interesting commentary from our buddy Thomas. Tim, I'll go to you here first. Does Thomas's comments shut down the whole importance of the PlayStation 5's SSD? Well, listen, I think that 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 yes, I think that uh, the SSD was kind of overhyped, and it's been. Uh, you know, put on a pedestal that people that don't understand technology, uh, you know, went went crazy with and started saying things like it's going to bridge the gap and, you know, the Xbox isn't the most powerful system because this can load, load in 8K textures and all this type of stuff that they've read and not really conceptually understand, but they're just throwing it out there because the console wars. But the bottom line is that what Thomas said really makes a lot of sense. You're not going to make a game that yeah. can possibly load a little bit faster on PS5 or maybe have a little bit of a design difference. And then you're going to have game that's going to then be on Xbox and PC. And PC is the lowest common denominator now with mechanical hard drive. Uh, again, I think that you're going to see the most, uh, you know, the ability uh, uh, to, you know, of game design, uh, first of all, when it's really going to take, it's going to take some time for people to figure out how to leverage the SSD. But you're going to see it mostly in first party. Um, and, and that doesn't just include uh, Sony because Xbox has its own SSD. And, you know, I don't know if they're going to be making cross-generational titles all the time, but, you know, 
even if they did, they they would have the time to possibly, you know, uh, develop it. But then again, it's like what Thomas said, it's too much money, it's too intensive, and it just doesn't make sense. And what really are we getting? Like, we need examples of what it's doing. Yes, the, the, the Unreal Engine shows some of the stuff, but like we need the we need you know developers tend to come up with things and then they, then uh, and ideas and then people follow that idea. It's the same thing with you know even when we first started playing video games. Remember breaking a box to get to get like uh, materials was like something that we started doing, and then you'd see it in other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's the same thing here. Developers are going to follow each other. But it's going to take some time for them developers to figure out ways to leverage the SSD, uh, you know, for the first party with Sony and even Xbox. So I think that people just got way ahead of themselves here. And uh, Thomas just shut everyone up because, you know, he's a developer and he's most likely making a triple uh, He's making a multi-platform game. You know, people were saying he doesn't know anything. He only does Xbox games. That's not true. He's uh, actually a tech guy, too. Yeah, he's a tech guy. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and he's not somebody who's, you know, playing. Like, I, I believe now that Ori's done, the next game they're going to come out with is going to be a multi-plot game on Sony, on Xbox, which means that he doesn't have any. He's not going to have any bone to pick or he's not picking sides. Xbox wanted to buy Moon Studios, but they because of Thomas and and his partner, they they said no. They wanted to be independent. So there's no shilling here. That's just a developer telling you the truth. And guess what? That's most likely 99% going to be the outcome. They're not going to make a game that can leverage whatever you know percentage of of speed difference that Sony has um, to spite itself for the rest of the platforms, which is Xbox and PC, which still a huge amount of, uh, you know, uh, people playing on Xbox and PC. So the bottom line is is that it's going to come down to what he says. There might be some cases where they might experiment and say, hey, we're doing it at faster load times. But, you know, I don't think that there's going to be things that are going to be done on PS5 that can't be done on Xbox uh, Series X. You know, I, I think, think they're, I, they're blown out. I do think some of the little stuff they can do, like, you know, take, for example, some of the draw-in distances. Uh, I know there was a, there was a funny uh, little meme going around with uh, Gran Turismo, for example, you know, with them not using the technology and some of the lights that were coming in the tunnels. I don't know if you guys seen that one. Yeah, so the pop-in, draw, yeah. A pop in, draw distances, all that stuff. Some of that stuff, uh, you know, the SSD can do a good job or a better job, sure. I would say, on Sony's platform. But as far as the big one, Tim, yeah, you nailed it. Um, you know, that's not going to happen where they're, you know, putting finances and making it, you know, a, a different game because of it. And what and what what is the end result too? That's the thing. Is it going to be something? Where you're just maybe like loading in a little faster, or you don't have. To yeah, do so or, you know, I mean, you're um, definitely gonna see, you're definitely gonna see YouTube videos with, you know, Sony fans comparing, uh, you know, load times being 
on a particular game sure. faster. Yeah. DF Digital Foundry is going to do that too. And, yeah. and Sony has an advantage there. As an Xbox fan, I can admit you that want. they have an advantage there. But who would take that over frame rates? <laughs> but you'll see Grassgate again coming up. Oh, yeah. Sony, you know, I guarantee you Grassgate's going to come up again. Draw. We're talking about draw in distances. Uh, and, you know, that stuff's going to come back. But so also just be stuff prepared. On Xbox side, that's just, just as silly being leveraged against them. You know, yeah. I, I didn't think that uh, Xbox is going to have a frame. From what I'm gathering and what I'm seeing, I think that they're going to have a frame frame rate advantage over Sony. Meaning that if a game is running the same and it's an intensive game, I think you're going to get more, definitely more stable frame rates from Xbox. Just because of the yep. solutions that they use in the fixed clocks versus the variable, and Sony's clock uh, by default is, is a little bit slower. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. But bottom line is they're both great consoles, and they're both looking good. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's to to what your preference is. Now, I do think the first party game such as Ratchet is going to take take advantage of the technology i think that's going to be their their showcase from it from the start um, but we'll see about these mm -hmm. other games that are coming out that's what i was going to say was ratchet and clank was a very yeah. big example of the potential of that ssd yeah oh absolutely but, but it's going to be the first party that are, yeah that are going to be able to showcase this Exactly. Um, just like though, um, the other half of that sword is like Thomas Muller also did said that first party studios on the Microsoft side are also going to be the ones that are going to take advantage of the extra power of the Xbox of the Series X the majority of the time versus the third party. Yeah. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, he said that also you might you probably see more resolution. And you see better frames on Xbox. No, that, yes, he did say that. Yeah. I was just making the, the point that I was just going to say, I was making the point that both of these consoles have features that are more than likely only going to be used by the first party studios. And that's, sure. that's on both consoles. Yeah. That's you know, guys, I think the real conversation out of this is going to be uh, how the first party teams utilize. Uh, you know, the technologies they have. Yes, Xbox uh, has a more powerful system, but, you know, Sony has some nice developers, internal developers working for them. And I, we still oh, don't know. Yeah. We still don't know exactly what we're going to get out of Xbox's newly acquired first party teams. So mm -hmm. I think that's the big kicker here. Are we going to get games that look... Uh, and Phil, next gen, or are we going to get, uh, you know, some of the, the previous entries we've seen uh, last generation? You know, I hope not. Are we going to get strawberries? I... <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I remember when I saw God of War, when I played the uh, PS4 ver uh, the PS4 God of War for the first time, <laughs> I, I, I honestly thought it was like, uh, you know, like witchcraft. I was actually very well surprised. I was like, wow, these guys are definitely pushing um yeah. the limitations of what they can do just from the amount of detail and quality they put into uh their titles and uh i'm not saying yeah. microsoft doesn't do that but i'm definitely i, I definitely can see where well, you would say what you've said downer well i, I don't know say, I could, yeah <laughs> i could say they don't do that i mean i could see a clear difference i mean 
just by their previous, uh, you know, just previous games. Now, first party right, games. Now, I but then that's where I weigh the issue in my head, the difference of the culture in uh, the two companies yeah. when it comes to the developers. Uh, we hear about what Naughty Dog and other first party studio developers supposedly go through, um, and mm-hmm. that's where you don't. You don't really hear those crazy stories coming out of Microsoft Studios, and so that's where, you know, is it because PlayStation always put is always pushing their first-party studios to do this, um, or like does Microsoft have to be more involved with their first-party studios? That's where I'm kind of curious on, like, what would you think would fix something like that? Well, there's in the past there's been some disgruntled companies, disgruntled employees. I mean, look at Press Play. I mean, you have uh, uh, you know um, Lionhead. You have the situation at um, you know Platinum Twisted Games, Pixel. Twisted Pick. So I mean, we can go down the list. Yeah, that stuff has stopped, uh, uh, or it's very limited. But in the past, absolutely, it's happened. You know, you're always going to get people bitching anyways. But, um, you know, hopefully uh, that perception's gone where... And I, you can see, you can see the difference between how Phil and team is approaching, uh, you know, their teams, their first party, how much they're investing in, in, in you know, in the quality. I think you're going to see come July, I think you're going to see it paid off. Uh, and just how much, how hard they've been working, you know. I, that's my yeah. hope, you know. That's my hope. That's my hope. Too. Uh, but I've been, I've been disappointed before. <laughs> so. Well, if they start coming out with strawberries, I'll just, you know, I might as well <laughs> bring it up. We got a problem, Houston. I want to see what the initiative has to offer. That's the one. See, one... I don't know if they, I thought they were going to be showing something, but hmm. now I've been hearing different things. Really? Really? So, I don't know. I don't know. I thought yeah, we were kind of get yeah, like a trailer, yeah. like some type of like trailer or something they're working on. I thought was going to happen because the rumors were that they were developing two games, one for like some uh, quadruple A IP, and the other one was well, supposedly the rumor is Perfect Dark. What have you been hearing, ex- uh, Tim? I just heard that uh, some of the things uh, that we've been hearing might not be correct. That's all. You know, nothing well, other than that. So what that tells Tim, me is... Tim, with all these rumors circling around, I don't believe anything anymore, you know, especially when we got the <laughs> Sega, yeah, you know, the whole Sega... Sega my- <laughs> that game you know, year. I mean, listen, I mean... That's I, the next I, giveaway. I heard, I heard in April from really Jesus. good sources that Xbox was going to show Fable and they were going to show and have a big... Uh, they're going to show Lockhart. In June, in um, in uh, May, and that yeah. freaking thing turned out to be that third party shit show, um, or whatever. You know, I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't a bad it was, show. It was, it was bad. A, it was bad. It, was, it, was it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. The it games. Wasn't, if you focus on the games, it, it was a decent show. It wasn't that bad. In retrospect, if they came out of a different, they it, it, honestly that was just. I think that too with COVID. You know, um, you know, a lot of people gave Aaron a lot of uh, grief because he was on his uh, cam. Uh, you know, listen, that's you know the position that they they've put. You know, you know he's up in Montana. He probably didn't even have broadbands. He probably had, <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, Jeremy probably ran him a freaking DSL line. I don't know. <laughs> like, like I said, you know, like I said, if you it's want the next like, sabotage, you know, I mean, it's just like it, it, it's the type of thing where. 
you know, they had they they kind of stumbled there, and Sony, even though it had a good show, mm. they you know Xbox should really kind of uh, you know they should do what Jeremy said. Like we've been, it's been two years now. Um, they've been full under control. Uh, they've grown. All of them have grown a lot. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, we should see something, you know, uh, and and I hope they just do. I hope they, I hope they show the whole slew of it. I don't. I like so take no prisoners. I do just too. Here, this is what we got. This is what we're doing, and here you go. Now, and Tim, you don't have to show gameplay on everything, as we know. Sony just showed stuff, and they didn't show all gameplay on Horizon stuff. People just can't really about seeing the name and what's coming. Have you, heard anything, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything about compulsion? The only the only thing I've heard on them is they're they they're expanded uh, about fifteen people. Um, uh, I believe they were looking for an artist or, or something like that to that effect. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rumor is a horror game, so which I like. Yeah, I'm very curious to see. They've been very quiet. After finishing the, the We most Happy quiet, And I think they have the least amount of pressure on them. I think one of the couple of the studios that really shined itself to Xbox and kind of had Xbox uh, kind of get behind them and maybe, you know, probably hire people and say, we're going to give you a big budget uh, is In Exile, is one of, you know, obviously mm-hmm. Obsidian has proved itself. Uh, project, uh, you know, the. The playground, we know that they're, you know, from what I've told that, you know, people said playground's going to be the, the the real studio that shows off. I just want to see uh, them show, show Fable. Talent. Show Fable just to get just to yeah, we know get it's coming. It's I coming. Think, I think that's coming. Mm-hmm. If them for them to have a good show, they have to show Fable. If they don't show Fable, even if they if even if they show a lot of other stuff, it's it's an L. People want Fable. We obviously know it's freaking, and everyone knows it is. Just get it out there, you know. And, and Hellblade too. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be a really highly rated game, and it's going to do its thing. Uh, you know, I've heard very good things about it. Well, look at bloody uh, what was it called? Uh, Flight Simulator for crying out loud! That thing looks gorgeous, just from you know, the. Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, if that sucker gets on Xbox, which you know would be nice, ooh, that that thing's gonna be a beauty. But it's amazing the games that they're gonna be able to push out in the new uh, coming soon. You know, Tim uh, spoke about In Exile Invader, and I think you know In Exile is one of these companies. They've always created great games. You know, they they've had uh, Brian, uh, I think his name's Brian, is Brian Fargo. I think yeah, yes, yeah, okay. the Brian has been there forever, forever. I remember him, uh, and I met him actually a long time ago. But Brian is one of these guys. The, you know, he's he's a smart guy. In um, Exile has smart writers working for him. There's a very talented system based team, meaning uh, they you know like like the Diablo team uh, over at Blizzard. They have they create really great system based games. Um, and characters, and I think you're gonna see. I mean, with a budget and some of the stuff that's coming down the line as far as their hiring practices go, uh, you're gonna see some amazing um products from in, in, in exile. 
I think that's one of the I mean, we all know what Ninja Theory can do. We all know right. what Obsidian can do. But the wild card in it, but I know, you know, but hardcore gamers know what in exile is capable of doing. But a lot of people mm-hmm. on this panel and a lot of people in chat have no idea what they're capable of doing. Yeah. Uh, and I could tell you this, in exile is one of these developers that you know Xbox got a steal from. Yeah, they've they've hired about 30 people. They're gonna be using Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Uh, supposedly it's definitely a triple A RPG that's they're getting behind. And uh yeah, like I said, they caught the uh I guess the ire or not not the ire, they caught the eye of Microsoft. Uh, you know, uh obviously they they they, they bought them, but um they were very impressed with Bar Brian and you know, the way you know they've seen their game. Uh, Wasteland 3 from the state it was when they purchased it mm-hmm. to now, and it's like night and day. Uh, like I said, for Compulsion, from what I've heard, they're kind of like the baby. They're just, you know, they're they're the small studio. They're, small, they're, they're hiring, they're growing, but um, you know, they were picked up essentially because of storytelling, and uh, uh, like I said, I hope that we get a, a, a horror game from them, because I think that that's a good start for them. Something maybe in the realm of like a Bioshock too, you know, because they have yeah. some talent from there too. Like maybe not exactly horror, like they can, if, but like, you know, just something along those lines. That would be fantastic. But uh, yeah, it, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting what we have to look forward to. And uh, with all the technology that we have with the SSDs and everything else, it's going to be exciting what these studios produce. Uh, but guys, I'm going to move along to another topic. And it looks like Xbox is implementing a new feature into its systems, making it easier to claim games and, well, other goodies. Xbox is doing away with the 25-digit codes that get bundled with the new systems and will instead have games and other... Yeah, you said it. And other DLC embedded into the console, and you can claim them during the setup process. Now, Centurion, I'll hit you up first on this. What do you think about Xbox ditching the long redemption codes bundled in the consoles? I think it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, if you catch my drift there. Um, yes. It's the, my, so Microsoft is not uh, the first company to do this. Ubisoft actually last year came out and said they want to start ditching uh, what they basically what they are is their their code keys. It, it's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now there is a problem of companies getting a hold of these keys and repackaging them and selling them. Like right now, that key is meant for a game as a promo inside a console purchase and say somebody buys the console or actually steals the keys because actually I do see videos and stuff all over Twitter of people that buy consoles that have actually the key cards actually taken out of them by the employees that are actually selling these consoles. So um, these things are actually worth money. Um, And basically Xbox is wanting to probably make it to where the consumer doesn't have to deal with that. And they're also wanting to protect themselves. Other companies are doing this. But like I said, it's a double-edged sword. It definitely makes it a problem in the fact of, you know, let's just use it as an example. Um, I bought an Xbox One X um, a couple years back, and it was the Battle the Battlefield 5 edition console. 
and I used the code from the first purchase, but for some, there was something wrong with the console. And so I had to exchange it out and Best Buy, for whatever reason, um, basically did not open up the box and get the code cards out. They just gave me another console and I actually took the code cards and gave them to a friend of mine. Um, so he could have Battlefield 5, and so they're going to get rid of that problem pretty quick, too, is making it to where you can't mm -hmm. get the same game twice. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, you're right, it is a bit of a double-edged sword. Like, I remember at the beginning of this gen when Xbox was using scannable QR codes. Remember that? with They were trying to oh, push yeah. the connect. That was awesome. Yeah. That's where I was yeah. going to go. That was so easy, and I wish they would bring that back, or even you know, via the phone, and you would just go and uh, using your cell phone and be able to mm -hmm. do... That, that's just, what I thought. And they never did it. Like I thought they were going to be able to scan it at least with your phone, use the camera, scan it in. Mm -hmm. like, that was a, that was a pretty way, good use. They, like I think I, I think the only time I used it with, with was with Rise DLC. That's about it. They never really fully implemented it. I mean, obviously they wanted to get rid of the Connect ASAP, but still, I mean, it was it was still a good use for it. But I hate yeah, I don't see how this would be any type of a negative. Really, it's just it's already tied to your account, so it's basically well, whenever you sign in, the first account to sign in is the account that it's attached to. Well, I think what Centurion was uh, alluding to is that a move like this, it would kill like so, the after code sharing market, considering so like, like... Uh, yeah, to give you an example, let's use Cyberpunk 2077. This is actually the first game that they used this in. If you bought the Cyberpunk console, you did not get a code. It was physically embedded into the console. But what if you're uh, one of the people uh, like Mr. Boomstick XL who buys everything? He's not only going to buy the console, but he's also going to buy the game by the collector's edition. Um, now that's where you now have a copy of the game bound to your account and you have another, uh, I'm just saying if this becomes common practice, it just makes it to where if you start doing that, you're essentially buying the game twice and you can't like give the other game to a friend. He could just give the game to his friend. He could give the, if he bought the collector's edition, he just gives him the disc. But some people would prefer, that's why I'm just saying now you're no, getting okay. like, that's where they're trying to make the <laughs> argument at the end of the article that there is some people that are like physical discers and stuff like that, that are starting to uh, basically say that this is the downside of it. First world problems. Mm -hmm. I, exactly. Yeah, I know it's, it's definitely a reach for a negative. I will definitely say that I'm just looking at it that I know that there's going to be <laughs> someone somewhere that is going to say this sucks. I heard Crappy said, what's next? No more game share? I'm like, how does that even equal the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> well. You mean oh. the one that does game share better? Because I recently just started doing game share on PS4, and it asked me every 30 minutes, hey, you need to re-authenticate your account. I'm like, I don't understand why. I'm hooked up wired to my PS4. But it keeps it's it's annoying as hell. But... <laughs> Never have that issue with the Xbox where I have to like reauthenticate my license every day or hour. Go figure. Um, actually, mm -hmm. it occurs every um, uh, thirty days. If you were to if you were to go into your settings right now and offline your console, not your yeah. profile, but actually offline your console for thirty days, all your uh, pretty much the game. Oh yeah. That, the That's games standard. that you have through Game Pass and Xbox Gold, they'd all start turning off because they didn't have that 30-day check-in. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't get asked to do DRM! it every uh, every 30 <laughs> minutes while I'm playing. Like, spying on you. 
but yeah. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. Now, well, yeah, I'm with I'm with everyone. I think that it's it's a double-edged sword type thing, and you know, just for myself, I got the Cyberpunk console, and I was gonna give it away, but you know, I have to. Now, I had bought the game, pre-ordered it, so I'm actually gonna have double copies on my. Uh, are you gonna open that console, Tim? Or are you gonna just uh, just kind of just I don't know. Tight and... I don't know. I'm, I'm probably gonna open it. I'm assuming they're still doing codes, right? Because don't they have to still send out like review codes? Oh, they're not yeah, halting they codes, but this is probably oh, okay. them probably starting to start figure out ways to stop it. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I think it's gonna. This is gonna be. This is gonna be moving forward. The standard what they do, to be honest. Yeah, and I think they're doing it first with uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox bundle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's it what is. the article and said. I tried to get one of those, man. Shh. I'm gonna have to pay like hundred five. Don't be at the store. You just have to get there early and grab one. Yeah. We'll get the the, uh, game spot. Yeah, you can do the games. You have to buy it's an extra hundred, but you get get like the uh, you get an extra control. Aren't the consoles in the stores already? No. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, guess I so. got mine. I got mine. Yeah, there's. No, I don't know if they're in stores, but I know they're selling them. I haven't seen any in store. Um, or I just thought everything was like online purchase, and it's just everything says sold out. I, I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking the reason why they're doing a lot of that, like through Best Buy, GameStop, and all of them, is the the whole COVID thing. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're doing a lot of uh, curbside pickup, and a lot of those uh, systems you have to pretty much make online purchases. And I know a lot of the stores weren't allowing people to come in and like browse around, so that's where I'm. I don't even think they were allowing people to come in and just grab them off the shelves. So I'm pretty sure the only way to actually get them yeah, was you got my hopes up online. on that. I'm like, they're in stores. I didn't see. I mean, I looked at every online outlet, and uh, well, over here, in I got your phone number. If I come across one, man, I'll. I mean, like, I'll pick it up for you. Do and it. I'll be. And I'll mail the we'll, thing to you if I have will, to. And you will get the the money directly. <laughs> they're like a four seventy on eBay. <laughs> So right now in Montana, we're in phase two and we can actually go shopping. But before this, um, you know, GameStop, I would have to travel to GameStop and then you can shop in their store. You just got to hand them your credit card and they'll do the shopping for you. And you just wait outside, which sounds silly, or you can purchase it online. What? So would you um, just like yell through the window and point it? Stuff? Yeah, like, pretty yeah, much. That one right there. No, 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 to the left, to the left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just bring everything you outside. Know, he's like, you know, I was talking. You, he was asking for my credit card information over the phone, and in Montana, that's actually a, a common practice. Believe it or not, people giving credit card information over the phone. Uh, it's not like Los Angeles, or you know, or. Uh, so people trust one another for God for whatever God knows reason, and um, wow. you know I mean this, they share the information. It's weird like that here. Different world. Yeehaw. Now when you travel to GameStop, are you on horseback, Jeremy? Because <laughs> 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 Jesus, you know the closest GameStop. The closest GameStop to myself is about fifty-four miles. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> It sounds like when Downer yeah. gets into town, he has to give a nod to the sheriff. Got that hat on. <laughs> Pretty much. A little bit. Yeah. Slick that hat up a little bit. Yeah, he has to. He has to. He has to dig his way to GameStop. <laughs> what the heck? I still say that uh, Gears Five uh, 
That Gears 5 console is still the best looking one. I got that thing sitting right here. I am so glad I got that. That is my trophy for this gen. Which one, though? The red one or the white one? The I, white I one. The, the white, white one. X. The I have them both. I have them both. But, Jeremy, do you tell me that it's very windy by you, right? Like it's super sandy and windy? Oh, my God. It was super windy. We had, like, yeah. 60 mile an hour gusts. Oh, you live out in, like, uh, the, the like plains, don't you? Yeah, so Ennis is between two mountains, uh, and we just get the gust in between those coming in between those mountains. Like it's almost like mm -hmm. a uh, a wind tunnel, so to speak. And we, we get windy here, like almost every single day. It's windy here. Can you uh, stop the mountains? Can you can you have you attempted it? What or have you? Can you go up the mountains, or like, or does a bobcat chase you away? <laughs> well see right now um there's signs everywhere that there's bears and you know you have to you have to carry you have to carry bear spray wherever you go or your gun with you for mm -hmm. sure 100 percent, because they're all around i mean dude there's more there's more bear there's more cows in montana than there's people just to give you an idea. I feel like Downer lives in a different time period when he listens mm -hmm. to this stuff. Land, land of the Lost. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was funny because Jeremy, Jeremy was in Pico It's Los yeah. Angeles, basically. Yeah, so yeah. he was like really in like the you know urban area. Mm. Now, he's, now he's in this. I'll tell know, you I, what, though, those pictures you share with us is gorgeous. It looks beautiful out there. Well, you heard it here, yeah. folks. Jer <laughs> Jeremy comes between the two mountains. Yeah. So there's, you know, for example, there's there's deer walking in the, on the on my lawn. Uh, you the know, sometimes there's no, no, it's not that crazy. Uh, but when you get towards, oh yeah, yeah, definitely coyotes. You know, small animals, nothing large. We you know, there's might be a moose once in a great while, but. Oh, those Other than that, cool. there's like, yeah, yeah. Any, any Xbox executives ever just wandering around? <laughs> you know what? The uh, the head of uh, MSNBC owns a lot of land here down the street. Um, yeah, he has. He owns crazy land out here. He owns like probably about a good three miles worth of land. Uh, and who else? You see? Uh, I forgot on Matrix. So you're saying that Don Matrick has been put out to pasture. Mm. Yep. <laughs> What's cool about it is I live right like near the river, so I could walk down and fish if I wanted to. It's pretty cool. Oh, cool. oh yeah. man. All right, fellas, we're gonna move into what's <laughs> well, what's looking like our last topic of the evening, and it's a rather interesting uh, topic. At that, it, there's a report making the rounds, and according to the report from CNBC, AT and T is looking to sell off its Warner Brothers gaming division. The gaming division it includes some pretty big name studios such as NetherRealm, Rocksteady, and Monolith Productions, just to name uh, well. A sizable chunk of the studios there anyways. Now, supposedly, AT&T is looking to ink a deal for about, well, roughly $4 billion. Now, Shock Buddy, you're first on deck for this one. Is this a surprising rumor, given the success of the IPs like Mortal Kombat and the Batman Arkham games? 
Uh, yeah, for I would say uh, like a purchase of this size or someone trying to just sell it off like to the bidder versus like someone just coming in and trying to acquire it. Um, probably shows that AT&T's maybe in some trouble after they've acquired DirecTV. I don't know if that's, you know, that's probably going south because people, you know, cord cutting. Um, but yeah, I did see that rumor at first. It was just like talks of like EA. Um, I forget whoever, what the other players, uh, I think maybe Blizzard or something like that. Uh, um, Act Activision, Blizzard, EA, and Take-Two supposedly are interested. And then there was uh, someone there. Uh, let me see their Twitter name here. Uh, at Voline. Um, I guess they have internal workings or uh, like partnerships or work in some type of partnership with WB or with the, those like studios that would have like some insight. And they tweeted whether it was a joke or not. They tweeted, I hope Microsoft ends up buying WB games. Um, and then they did tweet after that kind of like a laughing gif as well. But they also went on to say they'd like to see him buy it because, you know, Microsoft would probably keep a lot of those games not exclusive to the Xbox, like probably Mortal Kombat, probably keep it still multi-platform versus like if Sony bought them, they'd probably make them exclusive, close it off. You can't play it on PC or console or Xbox or other consoles. Um, but that was interesting because before then everybody was saying, oh, we hope Xbox or, you know, some fans were saying, you know, we, Xbox buy them or whatever, or Phil buy them. Um, but that was the first tweet I saw uh, that people were saying, oh, okay, then there might, are you being serious? And obviously they didn't go in to any more of it. Um, but that was what was giving some validity of that Microsoft might also be like at the table of a potential, like someone maybe looking at their books or looking like what's up for sale. They could be now, snooping around. You know, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Is this, would this be something that you guys want or will there be another developer slash publisher out there that you guys would rather have by far? It depends, right? What do you get? For four billion dollars on buying Warner Brothers, you got what? I guess Mortal Kombat. I mean, really, got, yeah, it's really yeah, just. And you Batman, don't know if you own. Mortal you don't Kombat. know if you own the IP. That's where it gets a little uh, dicey. Is is that you could get the studio, but do you own the IP? Um, well, we know Batman for sure. They won't own the IP for sure, hundred percent. Right. But well, you, yeah, can the, like you can keep the you can keep renegotiating the licenses, like just right. like WB for decades. You have to nail that down. Uh, one of the other things that I've heard is is that they're not going to send it. They're not going to uh, sell it piecemeal. So like they won't sell it like uh, Rocksteady one. They want the full four billion for all of it. Um, but you know, with Xbox, if they did that, they'd have to, they have a lot of redundancies in marketing, you know, mm -hmm. they have their own marketing staff. They'd have, probably have to let them go. They have their own mm -hmm. executives that probably have to let them go. Um, you know, there's certain things that would have to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, swifted out. Um, and a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. $4 billion is a lot of money. Um, and uh, there's probably a reason why they're selling now. Like, like uh, I think Shock said, maybe it's uh, because of um, you know Directv to offset that. But uh, listen, if they got them, uh, they'd have to make most of the stuff uh, 
uh, I would say they have to keep some of the stuff exclusive. I mean, just to get it to run into They would get fear. You know, they could get fear. I mean, there's, it would be a great, it'd be a, it'd be a boom, but well, have for to $4 billion, dollars, I would think like they would release at least the first iterations of those games after the acquisition to get their money back first and then right. make their, no, they won't even get them. They're not even well, a splash. They didn't have to make Batman exclusive. Yeah. Head of, head of Game Pass, you know. Uh, then they would have Mortal Kombat versus KI. Yes. Huge. That would be awesome. Um, so you, you could know, keep Mortal Kombat multiplayer, but then keep uh, KI but versus Mortal exclusive. Kombat. Yeah, that you would be make awesome. that exclusive. It's I'm possible, yeah. Um, they got you some know, games. They got Harry Potter, Wizards Unit, Unite. They you got know, Harry Potter. You know. They got the Lego games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Injustice was a pretty damn good game. They got Injustice with all mm-hmm. the superheroes. Yeah, listen, listen. I think it's uh, uh it I don't know, huge, a huge for Xbox to get it. I just think that um, there'd be a lot of things, that, a lot of red tape, a lot mm-hmm. of certain things that they need to nail down before. Um, but with that being said, uh, I do think that maybe Microsoft would look at it, kick mm-hmm. the tires. But, um, you know, there might be something where they'd be interested, but maybe not at four, four billion. So, four billion is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, I, had I think a, two billion's um, been offered. But... Think about Blizzard or a, comp- a small company, you know, I know they're popular, but what, what, what they want, what, what are they seeing in one? I don't problem? think they can come up with four billion. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Not too said, many companies can come up with that chunk of change. Whereas so I think Microsoft I'm, did be a you know drop in the bucket. So this well, chunk, look this what chunk. they paid for Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did they pay for? What did they pay for that stupid? Uh, stupid oh, they paid a phones. billion. They paid a billion for uh, Mixer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And what did they pay for Nokia? That garbage. I think they. I think they paid like so they, four. They made worse decisions. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, let's face it. I mean, Microsoft has you know a cash on hand about 150 billion dollars. Uh, it's it's nothing to them. And you'd I mean, get your making- money back real quick if you just keep those licenses for a few years. Yeah, at least. That's, yeah. that's what I think. You Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Middle Earth. Um, yeah. If you bring Plus, back Fear just- and just resell it, people bring it back to Steam, re- remaster it. People on Steam would buy that up in seconds. It'd be a top seller. Oh, oh I mean, yeah, game, pass awesome is, game. game Pass is thriving now. Imagine with Batman. Oh, yeah, that'd be huge. They won Batman. I Look mean, what Persona on. 4 Golden just did on Steam, top seller. Oh, yeah. Outsold yeah. the Vita version in a day. You know, so, listen, it's, it's something you know, where, you know, Rock, uh, they should take Tim, Rocksteady, Rocksteady and Monolith, have they're talented. I mean, they're talented developers. Right. but I don't think they're worth... I don't think that that deal is worth four billion. Not even close. See, that's the thing. I so they they're not price. open to negotiation on that price. That's um, two they, billion's been offered. That's right here. Well, right, but yeah, I, I I don't not to interrupt, but like Jeremy said, I think it's it's too much, especially if you're not securing. You mm-hmm. got to secure those IPs. Lights, you got to get it, and at four million, they that's just I think that's AT and T. Uh, you know. I mean, yeah, you could secure the IPs, but are they? Um, to me, they're not worth that much money. There, there's no, there's nothing in that deal that to me says, "Hey, we need to make this ASAP." So, 
So, right. I mean, and you can make Mortal Kombat who, exclusive if you want. For people I mean, who ask me, oh, tell Phil to buy, or do you have, does Phil tell you he's going to buy them? Do you realize that if Phil told anybody in that <laughs> that they're buying uh, that, that's illegal and that's 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 traitor yeah. information? Yeah. So please, don't ask me. You guys, uh, I think if you want it, just hit up Phil or hit up Xbox. But the likelihood, I would say, uh, because of what to gamer tag. I wanted to dig into like what uh, Shockley said because it got me curious, and he's like right. He, so since uh, March of last year, um, AT and T Directv they're down actually almost seventeen percent. And they lost over a million subscribers in the month of March uh, because people were at home and realized that there was better services and now more competition with Disney Plus and I guess now HBO. Over so, the top. Yeah, they're, yeah. So basically they're, they're ditching, not only cutting the cord, but they're also ditching all the subscription services that AT&T has rolled out using DirecTV. They need some cash flow. Well, the biggest one was the NFL deal, and even that, I mean, it's it's restricted by region. I mean, I I know here in Montana, for example, and they're not even playing football this year, too. It's a disaster. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. Oh. So it's just like a domino The company effect. has changed since AT and I've been with Directv for years. I've stuck with them through when they got bought out by AT and T, and their customer service has gone down the tubes. I'll say that as a consumer. So there you I, go. I, I do think that uh, I, I do think that somebody might pick them up, um, but there mm -hmm. is an outside chance Microsoft will will do it. I don't think uh, Sony could possibly look if Sony got them. That'd be freaking uh, huge for them too. But uh, it depends on who can come up with four billion dollars. I, mean, I just can't. I can't that. see them uh, selling them all all together. That's the thing. Like it would have to be piecemeal, in my opinion. Well, I think well, they are they are trying to sell it all together, aren't they? They are oh. trying to sell it all together because they probably want they have divisions, the marketing division. They probably want to just get rid of the whole thing. If they start mm -hmm. sending it piecemeal, then yeah, then that's like right. Never Realm would be right up Xbox's alley. To mm -hmm. Get Mortal Kombat. You have booty there. Oh, now, how would you feel if by some chance somebody like Microsoft or someone else came in and bought the whole thing and piecemealed it out and kept what they wanted? Maybe Microsoft could do that. That might be something. That, that, that's actually typical in my industry is it is a typical thing for an investment company to come in and buy a large business and actually start piecemealing out the separate right. industries that form it up. That's an interesting way, but um, it's it's something definitely to, to look 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 at. You know, um, if Xbox was in the position it was in 2017, uh, I think that uh, they might have they might be looking harder. They would have been looking harder at that at that time when they were looking really expanding, because uh, as I told you guys, you know Xbox and and I've got confirmation here on this. They've hired a ton of people, whether it's at Rare, whether it's at Exile, whether it's, you know. Um, this could be huge for uh, xCloud, too. Like, you launch it with, like, yeah. a new, I don't know. Well, Mortal Kombat just came out recently, but still, like, 
with all it's these Batman, like Batman, Batman Middle Earth. Earth. Yeah. Batman yeah, that could be huge too. Well, there's certain license licensing issues, as it was mentioned in the chat too. Like they would have to work out some deals uh, with right. regards right. to IP, like well, whether some it be of those Batman. licenses are probably already tied up in those like studios for probably a good amount See, of time now already. That's now that the whole licensing thing I was wanting to get to also is like look at what Spider Man. Um, if by some chance um, it's I forget how it works, but whoever has uh, Spider Man, if they ever sell. Uh, the rights go back to whoever like I mean there's a lot of stipulations around that one character alone and we're talking about entertainment franchises like Lord of the Rings um, DC Comics and other franchises and there's going to be a lot of stipulations behind those characters not to mention at this point how do you kind of start divvying up uh, profits and proceeds associated with those characters because now some of those characters have merchandising deals that can be yeah. associated with them. I mean, there's a lot of like red tape and we've seen uh -huh. how Sony yeah. has battled Disney over the Spider-Man character and yeah. its use. Imagine buying them for 4 billion and then not securing the IPs and then now you can't make Batman. I mean, yeah, you still have That would be a damn disaster. That's Although you would have new studios, more developers, more talent, right? You have more it's developers. Not worth four billion. Four billion. Exactly. Just make a new studio and then tell them, "Hey, come on over." <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. I, that's why you would have to, if you're if you're Xbox or you're Microsoft. You would get Mortal Kombat though. though. You'd you have to like. It's like when you sign a guy, like like in, in baseball, you have to have the deal already set. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to license out. He's uh, Batman. Yeah, uh, and you get you like know. first dibs to re-up the license whenever they right, expire. Exactly. You gotta mm -hmm. get some exclusivity. Kind of like EA does, where EA just signed a new license for NFL. Right. <laughs> to lock you know, that down for another. They're looking to do it too. So even with Mortal Kombat, you still run into the same situation. There's been television shows, movies, cartoons, yeah. toys regretfully there is a lot of like red tape revolving around um uh, mortal Kombat now because we're not talking about just a software franchise like forgive me like killer instinct we're talking about something that has like ties to like like i mean there's a lot of money involved when you talk about yes. uh, mortal Kombat, and there's been a lot of hands involved in the uh, cookie jar of mortal Kombat, and these guys all want to get paid just like everybody else well, you know, you have to look at this strategically, too, from Microsoft's pers perspective, because they they do have, like, again, a fighting franchise of their own, Killer Instinct, which was, well, it was pretty well-received last gen, but they lost the developer. Like, uh, Amazon took uh, Double Helix right out from them, and they had to kind of, you know, get, uh, whether they called Iron Galaxy onto it. Mm -hmm. A studio like NetherRealm would fit perfectly with them. They could do... Uh -huh. Oh yeah. yeah, it would fit perfectly, and if that's they why. They could I just buy Neverrealm, to be honest. If they could, if they could, just buy Neverrealm and get them, and even even just you could probably keep Mortal Kombat multiplat, but you could make the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, exclusive. With the killer ki versus yeah. Well, you could alternate. That's freaking huge. Yeah, and you have injustice too, so yeah, you can alternate all those. And then that's why I said, it, you know, somebody like Microsoft comes in, uh, it'd be awesome, you know, if they want another realm, you know, try to obviously get them to come off that that four billion mark, 
and try to talk them down at least as low as you can, get a hold of what you want, and then just start sadly liquidating the rest. Yeah, I think they'll come down if the top bills like only been two billion. It sounds like people aren't getting anywhere close to what maybe their number is. So, well, again, for with Minecraft, don't forget they paid an abs an absurd amount of money for one game. Technically, just you know, for uh, and it wasn't. It was a. It was like lightning in a bottle. So it wasn't like something that was, you know, true. You know, had been tested. You know, for decades, like some of these like franchises or some of these studios have so that was definitely a riskier buy probably back then well uh, they probably phil probably took the calculator out showed uh satya he's like yeah we could probably get make up this money within you know six or seven months and lo and behold they did and now it's such a a, a driving uh force for uh xbox See, game that's studios what you could do with another realm is get the calculator out and be like all right if we were to buy it up and take what we want liquidate everything that's left and with the games we could turn around and the money we could make we could potentially you know, break even by this date and start making money from that point forward. New Batman movie, new Batman game. There you go. Yeah. Well, everybody's been bugging, uh, you know, the coalition to make like a a Captain America game or Punisher or whatever it may be. You know, just for Xbox Game Studios to get involved with these uh, IP because you know, m with Marvel and uh, Sony, it's like okay, they have this deal in place, but look. Look at how well received the uh, Marvel Spider-Man has been the yeah. past couple of years, and Xbox guys are looking on like, "Hey, you know, it'd be cool to have uh, like some kind of a famous comic book IP, like a Batman or something from DC's library." Aren't they already working on another Batman game? Aren't they? No. Yeah. Well, supposedly. Supposedly. That was supposed to be at the PlayStation 5 show, but that mm -hmm. was... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if it's real and whoever acquires WB uh, would basically have that game? Well, it seems like with every acquisition that Microsoft has made, their games have always... If it was already in production, they just released it as a multiplayer, right? Well, yeah. It would probably yeah. be the same thing. They probably mm -hmm. would pick and choose exclusivity. Yeah. We Happy yeah. Few... Uh, well, it was Outer Worlds, yeah, they pretty much Psychonauts, yeah, those are all going to be multi-plats, even mm -hmm. though they were acquired. Right. It's well, it depends. Psychonauts, I mean, has it been confirmed that it'll come to all platforms? Oh yeah, yep. It was yeah. a Kickstarter, so mm -hmm. yeah, they kept it. Oh okay, they're keeping with that. All right. Yeah, now Psychonauts different. One is backwards compatible though, so I think that's the only place you can play on the Xbox if you want to play the original. Yeah, well, we happy few is another one that was, you know, they they they've, they've been pretty consistent with that. But those will be in Game Pass, whereas everybody else has to pay yeah. for the price. If they did buy Warner Brothers and they kept everything multi-plat, I think that that would be kind of, uh, you know, I I guess you listen, you could look at it two ways. You could say, you know, uh, they should go exclusive. I think guys like Jeremy would be freaking screaming at high heaven that it'd be exclusive. But then you look at it and. You'd say, "Hey, well, I get Batman and I get uh, Mortal Kombat for free, Ooh, or not another free, good shot, you know, it... or I get them for Game Pass." You know, that's the thing. Like to sell Satya on it, I think you'd have to sell them on two things: X Cloud and Game Pass. I don't... And, and in that really same care. title, it's a shot at uh, Stadia because you'd be keeping off uh, like Mortal Kombat and right. like Batman. 
you know, huge IP off. You could just keep that off of Stadia if you want. You well, know, that's just, the thing. You want to dominate the cloud space and keep them yeah. off. Yeah. Let's also have a, a gamer's dream. Imagine Microsoft owning uh, the Mortal Kombat franchise, and all of a sudden you got like Master Chief as a playable character. Uh, what's yeah. his face from Crackdown? I mean, you could take some of the more iconic characters from the Microsoft franchise and actually kind of incorporate them into basically the that's how you would make Marcus that Phoenix. that would be an awesome you, idea that, that yeah. would actually be the yeah, exclusive Marcus way of Phoenix. keeping mortal Kombat mm -hmm. exclusive like well you can get the bare bones version over on those guys as platforms but if you want to have like extra characters and stuff like that you got to be on the xbox side because they're xbox characters very yeah you know listen it's just very interesting it's 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 so cool if, uh, you know uh, you know i don't want to say I, I i said to myself it's too good to be true I don't want to say that, but, you know, if you really look at it, you know, I do think that there is an outside chance because uh, two things. Listen, if, you know, if somebody mentioned Google, Google should be the guy saying if Google had any balls and wanted to really get involved in the the, the game space, this is the way to get They definitely have money. You get 10 studios right away. They could have no make problem, Mortal Kombat actually, exclusive. Right? Yeah. Make but, um, everything exclusive. Now your service is cooking. Now you know who would be more destructive than Google, though? Amazon. Yeah, they have Amazon, Amazon Prime. Well. The, those characters can be used outside of gaming. Remember that. They can be used for television and movies, and Amazon Prime is a hungry monster that Amazon <laughs> needs to keep going, yeah. and they're looking yeah. to start a gaming division. And remember, they've been very quiet. They've been very, very. They're quiet. doing something in gaming, so yeah, those you know, I think uh, they got to be considered. You know, I, I wonder what. And they have the killer instinctive, so. Yeah, they have. They, you know, I I wonder what the what uh, Amazon is going to end up doing. You know, what what the hell are they going to end up doing? Because they have something up to sleeve. And something's going to happen. Like they're going to sell. They're they're probably going to find somebody to sell to because they're hurting for cash. That's mm -hmm. why they're probably like openly, you know, courting. Yeah, they everyone. don't care. So Anybody something's about to happen. Some publisher or, or one of the big three kudos, is about though, to get for, it. Uh, you got to give them kudos like. for uh, wanting to sell right now. Like, think about it. Everybody's comparing these two great big monoliths, uh, Xbox and PlayStation, and how many studios each one's got. And I think they probably picked a very good time to all of a sudden say, hey, we're up for sale because everybody's all pretty much looking for studios right now well yeah but not the thing is is that they would have to say i think the perfect match is either amazon or google mm -hmm. simply because you'd have 10 studios you then now you have like you know the playstation studios and xbox game studios now you have google game studios you have that you have uh they've bought a couple of others and then you really start to get your service off its ground. Like, uh, you know, like they, they, they just came up with uh, that they're not getting cyberpunk uh, day one. Um, you know, those are big blows to, 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 to yeah. Google. And, and I don't know how much. Cyberpunk. Know how the cyberpunk ones was a backbreaker. Did yeah, you guys that's... hear that they uh, they accidentally leaked on uh, the Stadia the uh, Gods and Monsters game for uh, for Ubisoft? I didn't see that. <clears throat> yeah, they they leaked an early build apparently. 
Four wow. billion dollars. I tell you what, though, if Microsoft would offered Sega four billion, you think then they probably more. need more than that? It depends what Microsoft wants get to address. There. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think well, I would take. I, 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 would I would take Warner Brothers over there because Sega doesn't really have any developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside of Outlet, you'd be Atlas, and uh, buying the IPs essentially, yeah. and then. Uh, but you would own the IPs where you don't with with this Warner Brothers deal. It's like mm-hmm. what the hell? Like you have to. I mean, at least you get, I guess, Fear and Mortal Kombat. That's. <laughs> hey, that would be huge. Fear and Mortal Kombat, yeah. Like those would be two nice IP to have. I mean, hell, even just Rocksteady as a developer, like they're so oh, tight. They're so good. Yeah. Even though though that they've had, somebody brought it up to me last night. They've only they, it's criminal that they've only come out with one game. This generation, I mean, what the hell is going on with the next Batman? The the last Batman made a ton of money, was a huge hit, everyone loved it, you know, and and that was in 2014, you know, mm-hmm. six years and you can't come up with another game when you have, uh, you know, all this money at disposal and and you have, you know, people wanting to buy your game, you know, it's a slam dunk when you know it. it you know, when it comes to things like Batman, if you have the right developer behind it, Spider-Man, the right developer behind it, these superheroes, forget about it. You're going to make a ton of money. People will buy the games. People bought, 15 million people bought Sony Spider-Man. That's crazy. Wow, that's big. <clears throat> yeah, it's just amazing what those IPs can drive for sales. Um All right, guys. I think on that note, they'll end off tonight's show. Um you know, we certainly had a solid talk tonight about like the various PS5 reveals, uh, the console SSD comments, uh, obviously the AT&T Warner Brothers stuff and so much more. And of course, I got to give a shout out to the chat. There's lots of chatter going on. And, you know, I love to always see it every Sunday night. People like uh, Crispy Bomb, Jesse Darby, So Shady. Thank you for joining us again, brother. UK Dazarus. Dude, it's like three o'clock in the morning there. Get to sleep, pal. Uh, Mike from NLG Gaming, Shizno Elite, uh, P. Alvis, Swerve, Lord Tipsy. Lots of cool guys joining us. Thank you to everybody that joined us in the chat. Diego as well, just popping in. Uh, if you guys haven't already done so, then hey, if you happen to enjoy the show, then consider dropping a like, share the show out, and subscribe for future TXR goodness. Remember, fellas, we got a giveaway going on for a Cyberpunk 2077 limited edition Xbox One controller. Head over to our Twitter and see how to enter. All right, boys, let's get to the outros. Megatron, buddy, where can everybody find you? Oh, as always, I'm first, huh? Um, You can find me on Twitter or at Megatron underscore 1975. You can hit me up on Xbox Live, man. Chill out and... uh... Yeah, it was a good show, man. With everything that's going on. <laughs> True. <laughs> Let me tell you, with everything that's going on, it's been it's been good to be back with you guys and just you know, uh just uh it we just feels you, great man. talking about games. I love you guys too, man. It's uh it's, like, it's oh, a great I He's like, I'm, I gotta study uh, I have I've been out of the loop. I'm like, dude, you talk very good on me. You're very good. <laughs> you I appreciate that, especially coming from you, here. Tim. You come in here cold, you're fine. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's just uh, it's been a hell of a time for me and uh, with everything that's going on in the world just to get just to be able to just do this and not, you know, this is just this is a positive thing. 
It's, uh, I'm there with you. It's been a tough time since the COVID. There's nothing mm-hmm. to do. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff that's went on in the world. And, you know, just this is a way to get away. And at least uh, we could do it here, you know. And shout out to everybody in the chat, too, that always comes through, man. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming through. Just to, you know, whether you're just saying hello or just, mm-hmm. and just all around just feels good, man. I love talking about game. So. <clears throat> That's it. What happened with Invader? Did he fall over? Invader? I don't know. I think the COVID got him. The COVID got him. Uh, No. Shock, buddy. Uh, We're going to head over to Shock now. Where can everybody find you at, brother? Yeah, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter. Easy Shock on Xbox. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. It was definitely a good show today. Yeah, damn straight, damn straight. Uh, Tim, hey, it was a great show tonight, uh, talking about all this uh, news. Uh, where can everybody find you at, bud? Find me on Twitter, um, Tim, uh, xCloud Tim Dog. You can also uh, find me here every Sunday. And uh, RDX on Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It was a great show tonight, guys. And uh, got work in... Uh, seven hours so i'm a little uh depressed in that aspect but it was good uh that we were uh we had a good show today a lot of good conversations tim i think it's time to change your name to uh mr 21k tim dog or 20k <laughs> tim dog it's time to change buddy maybe maybe definitely all right i just like you tim i got to uh get up in about seven hours uh heading straight to bed all right uh centurion 50 cent buddy good show where can everybody find you at oh uh, you can find me right here every sunday night with you guys i also do the shop podcast every saturday night i am also able to be found on youtube xbox live and twitter at centurion 1307 yeah and everybody, uh, make sure to check out his channel for his Maneater game review. It's uh, pretty oh. good. Thanks. He's I, I actually, uh, I'm also doing an article for uh, BG4G Hub for the official review on that one. That's why I haven't really tweeted it out yet. Uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, I'm also doing an article for them on the review. But it was a fun game. I mean, it's really definitely worth your money. Mm. You know, sometimes you kind of buy a game and you're like, oh, I should have got that on sale. I didn't really feel that way with Maneater. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a. I gotta get that. How much is it? Forty bucks. Forty bucks. Yeah, it's forty bucks. Yep. Yeah, I gotta get it. It's forty. It's yeah, definitely yeah. fun. It's like um, the best way I've described it is it's Grand like Jaws, with sharks. Right. It's like Jaws meets the Meg, but it was directed by the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sounds interesting. Yeah, I gotta look into that too. Uh, and we did a giveaway for it, guys. So uh, you know, it's a good title, very good title. Uh, Jeremy, buddy, I'll uh, leave off with you. Where can everybody find you at? Gentlemen, good show tonight. Good stuff. Uh, you could find me on Twitter, Downer. Um, it's at at Lone Master Who zero seven. You can also find me on Xbox Live. Um, it's um, Downer Space J. All right, awesome stuff. All right, fellas, and of course, I'm Invader. Everybody can find me on my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming, and I've got a slew of uh, newly released Project Warlock achievement guides up going up uh, in the next couple of days. Good game. I'll have a review out for that soon. Also, I'm on Twitter. I'm pretty active on there, at Invader underscore 1986. Again, great show, everyone, and we cannot wait to see you here next time. Take it easy, everyone.
Later. Take care.